Welcome, welcome to Not Man Enough Podcast. We're here again with Matt, Trin, and I'm Jonathan. What's up? What's up? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, a Christian man and uh, what, well, I don't know if I should say what our thoughts should be. Um, we're going to talk about self-defense and so how how biblically we can view it. And um, I understand that there are varying opinions on this. I understand that there are conscience issues involved to a degree and all that. So I think it borders the line of not a conscience issue and a conscience issue at the same it, time. It, that's what I'm trying to say is I, I think that the the position that we're going to put forward is biblical. I'll come out and say that I, I believe in it, but I also understand that this can be a little bit of a, um, it's not the easiest topic to kind of sort through necessarily, but we're going to try and approach it from a biblical standpoint and see if we can kind of um, hammer down some some good principles with it. Um, yep. And stick around to the end. Um, for those who are wanting to get into self-defense, um, going to go over some just good good options for maybe some uh, handgun self-defense weapons. So it won't be an intensive review, but maybe just some good options if you're just getting started, don't know where to go. Yeah, I'm also going to be um, reviewing... A few swords. I'm, just, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. I got some throwing stars. <laughs> there you go. No, no, the guns is good. That's cool. Um, so yeah, so just kind of uh, starting off. Th- this can be a difficult situation because we have verses where you know Jesus is obviously saying, "Hey, if somebody strikes you on the cheek, turn the other one." You know, don't repay evil for evil. And so, um, it can be kind of a hard thing to sort through. You know, he tells Peter when he takes the sword and strikes off the officer's ear when Jesus is being arrested, and he tells Peter, no, those who live by the sword die by the sword. I think that's what he says. Yeah, it's close. I don't have it pulled up. It's something like that. Okay, so those type of verses have a context, and, you know, so do the other verses that I think uh, verify self-defense. Um. And I'm going to start it off by just saying that self-defense is, let me, let me say this, not just self-defense, because I think I'm even stating it wrong in saying self-defense. I think that's the wrong way to put this. Um, defense, <laughs> like just physical defense, because actually the way that I'm coming at it is not just for yourself. It's for your family and for others. Um, it really actually puts yourself to the side to a degree. So um, it's self-sacrificial. And so when we go to the idea of defending your family, defending your life, defending your home, uh, people even in public that you might not even know, we have to tie it to the law of God. Why? Um, because the law of God um is summed up in love God and love neighbor. And so it has to fall in the realm of, it it has to be regulated by that. So it has to be regulated by love neighbor. Um, Well, love God and love neighbor. So that's where I'm coming from. And I think when we go to scripture, and I'm going to throw out an Old Testament reference that I think that God, when he's given, you know, Moses is speaking to the people and he's delivering kind of the... uh, all how the law applies, and this is the civil law, okay? It is civil law. 
So I, I want to be clear, this isn't when he's talking about the moral law, but all the civil law is a reflection or is grounded in the moral law, if that makes any sense. And so I don't want to, <clears throat> there is a distinction between them, but it's not like they're completely separated in that instance. So anyway, let me let me just go to this and I'm, I'm going to give us a little bit of parameters for it because I think that this gives us parameters. In Exodus 22, um, verses 2 through 3, let's say 2 through 3, yeah. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, he shall repay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. He shall surely pay if he has nothing. Then he shall be sold for his theft. If the stolen beast is found alive in his possession, whether it is an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he shall pay double. I don't know why I read that last verse. Uh, it doesn't really apply here. But um, basically, notice the part particularly where it says, if a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt. But if the sun has risen on him. And so, now maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, not completely seeing all that's in this verse, but I do think that it points to intention, judging the intention. And so here's what I would say is that this puts limits on defense. Um, the reason is, is in, it's not a biblical concept if someone steals um, to chop off their hand. That's not a biblical concept. The concept is, is if someone steals from you, they repay you the damage they tried to give to you. So they would not only give back what they stole, they would pay the amount of what they stole back. So they would actually incur the damage. And so it's, it's literally an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That whole reference in scripture means that it's limiting the punishment to what the actual sin is is yeah, equal punishment for the crime that's right as, as well as i think it is a common misconception because i used to believe this way that uh, in the old testament if people stole their hands got chopped off yeah no that's I think not that's, in the bible that's actually if i'm not mistaken a muslim i think it's islam is yeah it's islamic maybe i'm wrong on that I could but be I, wrong i've heard that I, i'm pretty yeah. sure it's islam but um man i'm sorry if somebody's listening and they know islam really well and they're like that's not it um but um it's not a biblical concept. We know that that's, that is not what's going on here. And so when you see that, okay, someone breaks into someone's, well, back then it would be a tent or some type of, um, setting like that. Um, someone breaks in and it's in the dark. The sun isn't risen. You don't know their intentions. Okay. You're not guilty for that guy's bloodshed. But you are guilty if you shoot him in daylight. I have a question. Yes. About the that passage. So it says, if he, if he breaks in during the night and you strike him and he dies, there's no guilt, right? Right. But it says if the sun has risen on him, then he's paid. Is that saying, as in, if he does it during the daytime, you can't, you know, then he's to pay the normal fine? Or is that saying if he survives, if the sun has risen on him, because I, I just thought of that while we were reading it. It mm. might not mean that. Well, I don't know. 
pull up a commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You see what I'm saying? It says, if a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. He shall surely pay. So risen on him as in the day after, (laughs) if he survives. It could be. Could be. I'm not saying that's definitely right. I'm saying I don't know. Well, let's look at the NIV version because I think that sometimes the uh, ESV, as much as it's a good translation, it's sometimes so literal that it's a little bit hard in the wording. So it says, if a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, the defender is not guilty of bloodshed. But if it happens after sunrise, he is guilty of bloodshed. Okay, yeah, that clears it up. Yeah, I I think the NIV is kind of getting at what, um, it's saying here, and that is, um, there is a guilt being applied here to the to the defender if the sun is up. Why? Because you know the intentions of a thief at that point. If he's it, it, here, here, let me bring it into modern terms. If a guy's running out of your house with a TV on his back, you don't shoot him over a TV. Right. No. Yeah. no if no, a guy's no. stealing your car, you don't shoot him over stealing your car. That is not worth the life of someone. You should take the loss and hope that you can prosecute him and all that stuff. That's fine. I got no problem with that. Um, but it's not, the Bible's not saying that, that you would actually be guilty of bloodshed if you shoot him over stealing something like that now there there does come uh, there are some caveats (laughs) maybe your car is the only way that you have to get to you know i don't know i mean maybe it's like i need that car to like get my wife to the hospital because she's pregnant and having a baby like i don't know i'm just saying like there's so many caveats that could be there but um the bottom line is is that i think that it puts limits on us as far as what self-defense can be um, and should be. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from is is uh, it's not okay to defend um, it's one thing violently. To de- yeah, it's one, <laughs> it's one thing to defend property. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's an, another thing which is, you know, uh, going to be eaten up, you know, rust and and moth will eat it, you know, it's not, it's not the end all be all. It's a, it'd be another thing if he's coming in to steal your TV at gunpoint though. Well, that's, now a, he's, that's a threat to your life and you don't know his intentions. Life and exactly. yeah, I was so going to say, it's all there, to do with intentions. It's all to do with intentions and like you said, there yeah. are many caveats. And, and at, at night, I think what I was trying to get across there is at night you don't know, you, no, you don't know. the intentions of someone's crawling through your window you, you can't see no, what's going on. Yeah, you, you don't know, don't know the, no intentions. the intentions. Somebody's are. coming in at night. They don't have great intentions. Yeah. But if somebody's stealing in front of your face and you can catch them, then in that scenario, back in the Old Testament, you could easily turn the guy in. You know who he is. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah he's talking so, to Israel here. So. Yeah. Um, again, it's kind of hard to apply all of that to our modern day in a sense, but there is a. a a good standard there, I think, that you don't go beyond what is required, if that makes any sense. So I, I put it in these terms. Um, the law of God, you know, we're, we're told not to deceive your brother, not to lie, right? It's 
moral law. You shouldn't be a deceiver. You shouldn't be trying to bear false witness. Right. Okay. But we all know that that comes in subject when, well, I say we all know. Some people don't don't agree with this, but I'm very strong on this, that that even that law is bound by loving neighbor and it comes under that in other words that's the letter of the law is don't don't bear false witness but the spirit of the law is to love neighbor and so here's where i'm getting at if you are protecting a whole bunch of like let's we always use the analogy of nazis and jews same thing here you're hiding a whole bunch of jews in your basement nazis show up and they say where are the jews it is actually in line with God's law to actually bear false witness to those men because that's loving neighbor. You are loving the people that you're protecting. In the same way, we, we are bound by, yes, you shall not murder. <laughs> Murder's wrong. That's different than killing. But at the same time, it, it, it falls in the jurisdiction of love neighbor. Are you protecting someone else? Are you protecting your family? Are you even protecting yourself? Um, that comes into play here. And so there are, we would all agree that we don't need to be liars, but there are scenarios where the right thing to do is to deceive someone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if y'all kind of know where I'm going with that, it, it kind of... You can you can try and apply the things that Jesus is, Jesus says, and then you can take it and apply it and say, but miss the whole spirit behind it. If that makes any sense, y'all want to jump in because I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. No, 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 you're good. I mean, I'm willing to jump in. I'm just saying you're not rambling. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying. I mean, I think a lot of our laws in the United States shows us at least, and you know, good places, but. Um, like a stand, stand your ground law. I think it's like, you know, in Texas or whatever, someone's breaking in your house and you shoot them. It's different than like, you won't be prosecuted for that. But if you shoot them as they're running away, you could be prosecuted for that. It's right. like, there's, there's two different, it's like, okay, you know, it's, it's, you don't understand the intent of the person or one is not a, one is not a self-defense. One is, you know, seeking the person out more so right yeah there was a story i actually think it happened in texas there was a story um a few years ago where there was a guy who chased a guy a, a young guy or out of the mall for stealing or it was just a guy in the parking lot saw a guy running across the parking lot and he pulls out his gun and he shoots him killed the guy he didn't even know what he was running for or what he was stealing I mean, it could have been a pack of bubble gum for all he knew. Um, and the guy was prosecuted, and he needed to be. Yeah. Um, now, I used to have a different view of this. I used to be like the redneck America, you know? <laughs> like, if somebody tries to steal anything from you, man, you have the right just to shoot them. You know what I mean? That's the way I used to think, and I thought that was just fine and dandy. Man, you have the right to protect your property no matter what. And um, But that's not really the way that it's communicated to us in God's word. Not at all, as a matter of fact. Yeah, and I think a good example of that is what you quoted this in the beginning is when Jesus says, if you live by the sword, you will die by the sword. That's right. He's not condemning Peter there, saying, hey, you can never defend yourself with a sword. He's 
actually upholding the, um, I'm losing my train of thought. He He's not condemning him for using the sword. He's encouraging him to use the sword, just not in that situation. Because earlier he tells him to go get swords. Yeah, he actually says... Yeah. Go sell some stuff to go buy some swords. Well, yeah, yeah he said, right and Peter found one, he said, is this enough? <laughs> yeah, yes. it was two. Yeah. So, yeah, it was two. It was two. Yeah. He says, you know... Yeah, is this enough? He's like, yeah, that's enough two. to defend yourself right now. But he's <laughs> actually... Oh, capital punishment. That's what I was like for. I just completely went blank. Yes. But is he saying, this is an unjustified... You're trying to kill this servant... And it's not justified. This isn't self-defense. This isn't the guy's swinging a sword at you and you're defending yourself. This is Plus, I'm handing myself over. Yeah, I'm handing myself over because <laughs> right. he follows it up with, if I needed to, I could call down. That's right. You know, I could pray to God and call down yeah, you know, part, angels to defend me. Part part of the deal is, is Jesus says, I'm not, I mean, he's essentially saying, I'm not living by the sword right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, I don't need the sword. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. Because there is a there is room for um, self defense, and there is room to be armed and to protect your family and your household, um, and but you're not, you can't take a life over the stealing of just things. Um, those things are going to fade away. We don't live for those things in this world. Now you can prosecute. I mean, that's fine. And, you know, you might not ever get it back. I get it. Um, But, yeah, so how does this work with, like, a church? So because there are a lot of um, – let me me just say this because I think it will make it easy um, just to kind of clear up what I'm trying to say is churches cannot be malicious (laughs) – Right. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not and we're not that the church is not that. So is it okay for churches to have people who are armed to protect the people there? If somebody breaks in and is trying to do something wicked? Yes, that's fine. But that's not what we are. We're not, we're not to militarize as like the church. And so we do have to separate that too. Um, that we're not, the church is not a militia. We are not a military in, in, in this physical world. Um, doesn't mean that someone can't serve in the, in the armed forces. That's fine. Um, we're talking about the church itself. What do y'all think about that concept? Cause there are a lot of militias out there who are like, you know, people who carry around the AKs all the time, whatever, you know, I mean, ARs, whatever. And they have the freedom to do that, but it's almost like, you know, God bless America people. I'm, I'm in the church type of guys, you know, and their church thinks that, man, if it came down to it, we could go storm Washington DC if we needed to. Which, yeah, no, I don't like that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm getting at here. It's not the church's, um, that's not what it's meant for. It's not what it's designed to do. It's not what the Great Commission was not um, to be a militia. Now, you're supposed to be a soldier of the gospel, but not a, a soldier of, you know, whatever else. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally totally for having safety at, at, at your church. We live in an age, unfortunately, where... Um, uh, People seek to do very evil things, and um, we we church shootings are a thing. It happens. Yeah. Um, you know, just 
the persecution of the church is a is a real legitimate legitimate thing. Thankfully, here in America, it's not as bad as in in some other places, but it does happen. So I'm totally for a security team. But what I um don't like for a couple reasons is like I don't want to be a church that's known for how many guns we have. Yeah. Um, no, no church should seek to be known for that. Um, that's why we have purpose. That's why I have my concealed carry license. But, uh, um, yeah. and if you have your concealed carry and you carry a church, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not, dogging no, we're not, we're that. definitely uh, no. not dogging on that. Not dogging no. on that at all. Don't mishear me. I'm just saying our church, any church shouldn't be known, should not be known for that. You shouldn't be kind of going back to what Matt was saying. There's a difference between defending yourself and having something for self-protection and protecting your family and even your fellow, you know, neighbor. Um, yeah. I would even say there's, there's a big difference between even so scenario of like someone comes up to me and I'm by myself. Yes. And pulls a gun on me or knife or something and is asking me for my wallet. Like my first, like I think you would have the right in that aspect of to if you did shoot them, you would have the right to. But I, my first thought would be, I would probably just give them my wallet. Yes, and you know, it's like, and then if it escalated after that, that's a different story. But it's like, but if someone comes up to me, is walking down the street, and I see them pull out a gun or something like that, and I have, I'm shooting other people with me. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm shooting them because I because if, it's, if you pull a gun and I don't have other people with me, I'm shooting you. Yeah, because you're you're the, true, true, you don't I'm know the life. you don't know the intentions. Yeah, but I'm saying if yeah. someone yeah. if someone snuck up by the original, I was saying like someone mug, sneaks oh, up behind oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not going to risk my life over my wallet. No, you know, it's no, like, no, you're going to hand yeah. over the wallet. But, and if the guy leaves, fine. But the bottom line is, is once he pulls that gun, you won't. don't know his intentions, what, and yeah. so if you have the opportunity. I'm not saying that you're wrong for defending your guy and taking that guy down. That's not my and, point. Yeah. And also like if I would say going back to what you were saying, like the loving the neighbor, I would say it's unloving if you don't do everything within your power to protect absolutely the other people you're with, whether it's your family, whether it's your friend, whoever it is, if you don't do everything within your power, I would say you are failing in loving your neighbor. I actually agree. Yeah. Um, because there are men that are out there that are, popular um i don't even have to name names whatever but there are men that will preach from behind the pulpit that they would not even defend their wives if someone broke into their house they would just they would not defend their wives i can't understand that no it makes no sense that's that is abandoning your role as a husband and i don't mind saying that some people are like well that's a conscience issue no no. no, you're abandoning well, your role. Quick, quick scenario. Yeah, say not even your wife. You're walking down the street. Oh, I agree. Yeah, and you look in, you know, dark alley, whatever you could use hypothetical, but and you see a guy raping a woman. If you don't immediately go do everything within your power to stop that person, I, I would say that's if something's wrong with that. Yeah, that's evil. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm on board with you. That is loving neighbor. Again, absolutely. Um, I think that there is a there has been a misunderstanding by Christians. I think that they think that when they read, oh, just turn the other cheek, they misread that. 
and they, but they they kind of missed the whole point of like no um you are to love neighbor and part of loving neighbor is defending the innocent yeah and as a matter of fact in these days um you're putting yourself on the line for sure by defending other people because there's some people that just want to prosecute you even if you're in the right um also yeah. you're you're willing to put yourself in the emotional distress on somebody else's behalf taking a man's life i can't imagine what it's like i've never done it hopefully i never will um the but that's the thing is that would have to be an emotional thing that sticks with you and be being willing to do that for other people is loving um yeah i don't i, I think that's self-sacrificial i really do um not to mention just you're putting yourself in harm's way yeah, because just because you step up to the plate to defend other people, who says you win that gunfight? Yeah, and not always. And and this is another thing. Not always is it going to be like you're not you're not telling people like, oh, you need to carry a gun or whatever. It's not always going to be that situation because no, throwing no. stars work. Yeah, yeah. throwing <laughs> stars sword. I mean, it's I. There's a reason why I wear pants all the time. It's hard to fit a sword in shorts, but. <laughs> Other than, no, just, but you know, you think if you live in a place where you don't have guns, it's right. illegal to carry guns. That's when you and yeah, it's that's like, okay. That's you know. the communist country. Yeah, and and also don't, don't <laughs> was, still, yeah, but <laughs> I'm saying like it's it's not yeah. just about I'm you kidding. know, hey, we're trying to say you should you should own a gun and protect people with it. It's like whether it's your fist or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. yeah. So right. so somebody's listening and they're in a country that does not allow guns so be it um there's the premise still stands yeah take the guns out of the scenario and, and not and not to mention we're also not saying guns are this the solution that to no. any like if kind of going back to the intention thing a little bit if someone calls your wife the b word you can't shoot them you can say Hey, why not? You're oh, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oops. Oops. Well, I guess I was but, sinful when I did. <laughs> but uh, you're not married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like the defense that that would be in that scenario is, hey, you're not going to talk to my wife like that. That yeah. that would be the defense in that scenario. If someone comes and shoves you or whatever, you're not gonna. You know, there's so many different situations. So, yeah, different levels. There's different levels of defense Yeah, and, that match. And this might be controversial a little bit, but I think the, and I'm not alone in this, actually, but uh, the turning the other cheek statement, yeah. I don't think he's talking about actual physical, like if someone actually slaps you in the cheek, no. you, you turn the other cheek. I think he's talking about, you know, verbal abuse or persecution of Christians, I've, things. Like I that. have actually heard many interpretations of that. Yeah, I'm and not gonna lie. I don't know where I land on it. I, I'm not sure. I think I'm not real strong on it. I, I'm um, not either. But I, th I lean towards that. And I've heard some good. Like Sproul has a good yeah. argument on it, and he he leans that way too. Of like, it's not. He's like, because and he uses the illustration of like his daughter getting bullied, and he's like, he struggled with what do I do? You know, this this yeah. neighbor boy keeps punching her. And he's like, what do I do? And he's like, he finally encouraged her, like, hey, next time he punches you, hit him back. You know, yeah. and he's like, and, and some people would go, well, that's not, it's like, so so you're saying like if someone comes up and just hits you in the face, you're going to turn and be like, all right, here's the other cheek. I think a lot of people also failed to draw this distinction. There has to be a distinction here. 
are you being attacked because you're a Christian? Or is there just some crackhead out there that's trying to attack you? There is a huge difference for, for being persecuted because of, of the gospel and for the sake of Christ. There's a huge difference between that and then there's just some dude who wants to murder somebody and he doesn't care or who it is. That, like that, there's there's a difference. There. There's there, even th- then though. Say say you're in, yeah. uh, you know, say a Muslim terrorist or whatever. So a terrorist walks into your church and says, "I'm going to murder everybody in here because you're Christian." Do you get down on your hands and knees and go? No, that dude's yes. little. No. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. No. no, 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 no. I get, I get what you're saying, but, but yeah, I'm saying yeah, people, yeah. people take um, that too far and go, oh, no, anytime you I, you, me. you can take it. Yeah. You can definitely take it too far. But yeah. I here's here here's the way. There is a level of turning the other cheek. Now, when it comes yeah. to in that situation, again, your primary goal is I'm taking the life uh, uh, of this man who's trying to take the life of. The congregants yeah, yeah, yeah. who I hold it, you're still we, protecting. Yeah, and there's like you're. I get what you're saying. There's categories. There's to, categories. To, but if you're getting, we're, if you yeah. get beat up for the sake of Christ, you're supposed to count that as glorious. I do yeah. look. There are scriptures that clearly say when you're persecuted, do not return. Do not revile. Yeah. 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 Do not return the evil. Um. And so there, there is the biblical concept there. Um. There is something different about being persecuted for your faith, for sure. But I will say that if somebody comes up to you and they're in, you feel like, okay, there is a difference here, too. If someone strikes you once and you know it's over, it's one hit and they walk off, there's a total difference if the guy keeps going and he's really trying to take you out even with his fist, yeah. okay? There is there's an intent to harm and take life there, um, and you have the right to preserve your life, um, because in a sense, look, you're you're also defending your life because you have a family. I mean, like I've got loved ones, I've got a family. It's not just me, um, and so yeah, like I said, this can kind of get in muddy waters. We're not pretending like this is an easy thing. My point, and I'm not saying that we got it all figured out and that we're even nailing it. No, here. it's actually not super clean cut. It's kind of uh, I, I, again. Yeah, there's categories to it. There's there's, there's, there's categories, and and here's the one thing that I do say that it has to fall under is like I said, we have to apply God's law to it because the law of God encompasses God's character, and so if we we apply that to the principle of self-defense, it's going to help us. It's not going to make everything real clean because we're not God and we're, we're still ignorant in a lot right. of our thinking. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would say that there is a difference between um, suffering for Christ's sake um, and receiving persecution. But um I do think that there is a limit on the physical side. Um, you, again, there there is a difference between someone just kind of like Will Smith slapping you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, it'd be and, a whole different story if Chris Rock pulled out a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's right. what I'm saying. Or if he would have chased him down after yeah. that. Um, like actually, he did what a Christian should do in a sense um i do i do have a not saying chris rock is a christian yeah, no. what i'm saying is is like he just took it um 
Right. But, yeah, and like I said, this we're starting to get in a little bit of muddy water, but... Well, it becomes muddy because then, in a sense, <laughs> the the martyrs throughout church history. Yeah. Well, one, you're... So I think the difference a little bit in that is, is one would be, okay, if uh, I think of like, you know, Paul getting beat. Right. If he went back to the city and was like, now it's my turn, you know, like yeah, saw it. Right. You know, and that like it's, it's, uh, it is a difference between that, like I said, and one, you're defending other people too. You know, you know what we're missing here is vengeance. We haven't hit that, and I think that'll help clear it up because what you just said just brought it. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between vengeance. Um, and oh, yeah. Like, I, oh, I'm being persecuted because I'm a Christian, and I'm angry about it. Therefore, I'm going to take the life of everybody in here. Right. So when Paul was about to be strung up and beat, and he said, no, I'm a Roman citizen, he he used the fact that he had the he got out of that persecution by using the law and calling them to abide to that law. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, and in the same sense, for us, if a guy's beating us for our Christianity and just beating us to a pulp, there's nothing wrong with us defending ourselves if it abides even by the law too. Yeah. Um. So not saying that man's law dictates necessarily everything that we can do, but it does help um, that, that even legally you have that ability. Um, there's a difference also when you talk about martyrs. Martyrs did try to hide and try to run and try to not be caught, um, but they wouldn't deny their faith. And there is a point to where, okay, so for instance, I say I defend my home and I'm going to defend my kids. Okay. But if I have 50 troops around my house and I've got one gun and they're surrounding me literally with an, art, uh, an army and they come into my house. Okay. Am I just going to start shooting? No, because the point is, is you're, you have at that point, um, loving your kids is not being murdered in front of them. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's, it's, there is, so in the sense of the martyrs, look, they, they had no other means. They there, had nowhere there else There was to go. no defense in that sense. There, there's no way. And there, and on top of it, um, they, so they were already caught, but they weren't going to deny the faith either. And right. that was the only way they were going to get out of it. That's a, was, good, that's a helpful distinction, I think. Yeah, and so there is a difference between a man protecting himself within his home or trying to protect his own life when he's being attacked and someone who's saying, you know, hey, I'll stop doing this and you can't defend yourself and I'm going to, you know, deny the faith and I'll just stop. Like, that's that's somewhere we can't go. Um, and, you know, you think about it, uh, Martin Luther and the Reformation and um, not that he ever did anything physical he didn't but they knew that the emperor was coming after him and so was the the papacy I guess you could say um, and so what they do they didn't even tell Martin Luther about it but they protected him by actually kidnapping him yeah they actually kidnapped him he didn't even know about it 
that it was happening. He actually thought he was being kidnapped and they brought him to a castle and hit him for years. Um, one, you don't seek out persecution or just, you know, no. it's, like, it's okay to, to avoid to it avoid. at all costs. Yeah. I mean, Paul, when he's talking about being humble and low, he talks about almost the embarrassment and the lowliness yeah. of being lowered in a basket outside the city wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. He fled from persecution because yes, he he the, the men were seeking to kill him. Even, even the, um, you think of Jesus command to the Christians, you know, predicting the, he said flee, flee. Yeah. He's like, you know, don't stay in the city, flee because right. it, it will be destroyed. But and another another thing I was thinking is I think a lot of people get confused about this too is a lot of people think violence in general is evil. And yeah, well that doesn't that's not biblical. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if if you think violence is evil, then it's like then every command of Israel to go destroy a nation or do you know is is right. evil. So yeah. it's like you can't you can't hold to that. So there is a just violence, there is a just war, and even with capital punishment, like like I don't understand how a Christian can hold, say you know they don't believe in capital punishment because is it Genesis nine I think it talks about throughout the Bible yeah. it talks about hey blood for but like blo- yeah yeah from the very beginning though it's like yeah. blood for blood like if you take yes. a image bearer of God's life unjustly. Again, you should pay with your life. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you're not able to pay back double. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's an area. I mean, really, it's almost like, um, yeah. no, not only that, but you should have someone else taken. <laughs> like, but you know, you get what I'm saying. It's um, it it actually, um, it it makes perfect sense. It's a, it's a it's actually a guard. Uh, capital punishment is a guard to your society and it actually protects people and it's kind of like the whole concept of you want to stay out of war then have as many nukes as possible yeah i mean you know make your military the most powerful ever and you don't have to you're not going to be messed with yeah nobody's going to want to touch you i mean it's kind of the same thing is uh, it's a deterrent and that's what um, It's, it's the reason why active shooters don't go to police stations or army bases. Right. And it's like, it's, it's, you're not, you're not going to see that happen. No, it's, um, the thing because is, there's is, a deterrent there. There's a deterrent. And, and the first society's sake for love of neighbor that falls within it is yeah. you require that because, um, it's going to stop people from doing it. It's going to put a fear in them of doing it. Also um, quick note, y'all mentioned earlier, you just brought it back up the eye for an eye, you know, um, the cutting off the hand, the thief, it, it's in the Quran. I pulled it up. That's where it comes from. Okay. Uh, that's what I thought. It says, like, male or female, if they get caught stealing or whatever, you're supposed to cut off their hand. Yep. That is not a Christian idea. Um, so, yeah. No, just because you ever stole something doesn't mean the Bible never wants you to work for and provide for your family again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah petty theft is not um, punishable by dismemberment. No, that's not consistent at all. No, it's not. Is there anything else you want to add to this? I feel like we've kind of hit it. I mean, I don't really know what else we can do. Yeah, I think, I mean, we could sit here and play through just 
scenario, scenario after scenario, scenario we'd be here all we'd be here all night. The bottom line is is, is use wisdom. Um, you know, if you're if you're a a man who you know has a family, or even if you don't have a uh, you know your own family yet, but you just want to be self defense minded, start start thinking thinking about these things, and um, you know when it, when is it right to deploy certain methods of of defense? Start thinking through this. I think it's helpful. Um, and as a Christian, you need to think through this. Right. Yeah. And and go seek this out for yourself. Go read Luke twenty two. Go read Exodus. Yep. Go read Genesis. And seek it out yourself. You know, of like, okay, what is right. what is this? What are these verses saying? You yeah, know? I mean, because we're not we're not theonomous. Well, let's just be honest. Yeah, right. um, and yet I do think that you can apply and go back to Old Testament and apply what the character of God is. Because here's the thing, any of the laws that God gave in the Old Testament are still his laws and they still reflect his character. And we don't we don't unhitch from the Old Testament like some people have tried to. I mean, we we love the Old Testament and it it give I mean, that's God's word and it has a point. It, it, the New Testament doesn't make sense without the Old Testament. But all that being said, what I'm saying is, is there's some people that'd be like, "Well, that's Old Testament law." Well, no, that actually reveals the character of of God, and so let's apply it in our lives within the church to try and honor um, those concepts. Because, um, you know, the law of God, the moral law, is still a guide to us, and like I said we can look at those civil laws and see how they are applications of how within, within the lives of those people, um, it, the, the moral law was to be acted out between yeah. each other. And so in that sense, again, I'm not a theonomist at all. Uh, but if you were to say, and I'll just make this quick point. If you were to tell me, that, hey, all the Christians are being gathered up and we're shipping them off to their own island to create their new society so that we can be done with them and separated. And they ship us all to an island and we have to come up with a governmental system. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go to the Old Testament and I'm going to try and write our laws accordingly to kind of match some of that stuff. Obviously not the ceremonials, but like a lot of the civil stuff. Oh, like, I mean, because... God said it in the Old Testament. It was good for his people then. It's good for us now. And so there's... Yeah, you have the wisdom of God. Why would you not right, use it? Right. Why would you not use it? As a matter of fact, America, when it was founded... Did essentially the same thing. It did. It, and, and it applied it. Now we've gotten away from that. Oh, um, yeah. No, for sure. The mass prisons that went... Look, I'll say it. I know that a lot of people would be mad at this. And it's probably a very controversial statement. We wouldn't have the prison system that we do if we actually applied... Because here's the thing, true justice doesn't even get done when we send these people to prison. No. No, actually, um, when people have the death penalty, they sit there and they wait till the very end of their life and then they're killed. And it's not even the, the death, death penalty. Well, even, if we did the yeah. death penalty correctly, yeah. they would be killed that week, that day even. Yeah, I mean, no, there, there there should not be the weight of that. But I think where you're going is this even theft. Well, yeah, it's reforming the people, you know, back, you know, bringing them back into society or whatever. And it, it really comes from, I think a lot of it's based on psychology of they're trying to fix the problem when the problem is actually the person. Right. Well, not 
something within the person. It's, Here, it's the sin within the person. Here's the issue is I'm not saying that we wouldn't have prisons for some. Here's what I'm saying is, is that for thieves, if a thief steals a car and it's a $20,000 car and he wrecks it and loses it and you say to that thief, okay, it's a $20,000 car that you stole. So you owe him, you owe this guy $40,000 because not only are you going to pay back the car that you stole, you're going to incur the damage now. The guy says, I don't have the money. You know what they say is you're going to hold a job and every dime that you earn until it's paid back is going to this guy. Because in the Old Testament, what it said is that you would actually have to be like a bond servant, to, uh, uh, not even a bond, like a, a servant to that guy until it was paid back. And so my point is, is justice was served then because the damage that he tried to incur to you actually gets repaid. And that is a deterrent from doing that stuff. And, but it doesn't lock someone away in like this will, this will be controversial into slavery because essentially that's what the prison systems are. I mean, I don't know how else to say, or, or you get the opposite of that. Right. You see this in like, San Francisco and stuff right now where it's like you it's can steal $999 is okay to steal. You won't even get prosecuted. That's right. That's that's and ridiculous. Yeah, you have um, the opposite where it's... Where I'm it's, not talking about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm just talking about guys that get put in prison for theft or something yeah. and they never repaid it. Sorry. <laughs> they never repaid to the person um, that they stole from and here they are sitting in prison in servitude to society, yeah. essentially. Living off a of taxpayer. Living <laughs> off a of taxpayer's money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is literally slavery. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how else you can say it. The people provide for them to serve in some kind of limited capacity by picking up garbage on the side of the road or whatever it might be, making license plates. But it's like, you're not actually getting back. The person who is damaged is not actually getting back. Anyway, that is yeah. a side issue. The point is, is that <laughs> we don't, Wow, we got sidetracked. Um, and there's probably a lot of people that are like, "Are you crazy?" Hey, no, it's um, a it was a helpful. I think it was a, that's a type of rabbit trail. It's okay. Yeah, but I I just think, but like what you said though, it's yeah. this is just a lot of this is wisdom in between because yep. there's categories to everything. You know, people are going to bring up scenarios. Oh, what about this? And what it's like? Yeah, there's he God re- gave us a brain to think yep. and use wisdom in situations of. Okay, you don't seek vengeance. You don't seek revenge. It's like, no, but you are called to defend, you know, not only yourself. It's it's okay to defend yourself, but you're called to defend brothers and oh. sisters in Christ, your neighbor, right. you know, your family. It's, and, it, you know, just use wisdom with yeah. it. Yeah, and I'll get into a little bit of that when I go over, you know, some self-defense stuff here in a second. But Yeah, man, he's about to put us to a course. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, I'm just kidding. Um but, yeah, so that's kind of all I've got um, on that subject. Um, so we never even discussed what kind of uh, deal we're going to do next for this episode. Like, are we going to do, is it manly? Are we going to do, I had a new idea. What's up? Um, I don't know what to call it, though. So it's a little bit, we're doing this live. This is so bad. Um, <laughs> let's wait. Let's wait. Next episode. Well, it, okay. Next episode. Let's, uh, um, yeah, let's do next episode. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which way is it mainly? I've got, uh, do we have anything? We definitely have, I have one. I know of, I know of three actually off the top of my head. Y'all know them too. We discussed one at the dinner table a little bit ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well then go for it. Just throw one out yeah. there. We'll do it. Is it manly to LARP? LARP, the live action role playing. Um, do you want the serious answer or the man joking answer? Because the serious answer is uh, and no. Um, I um, I don't know, man. No, it's it's a no. It's a no. It's I mean, a, you're dressing up as like a barbarian. <laughs> it, no, it's, it's a no. You get a battle axe made out of foam. You get to throw magic spells across the place and hit people. It's pretty manly, man. Pretending to stab people. I mean, I'm going this weekend, so I just wanted y'all's <laughs> opinion on it. But um, <laughs> larping, larping. Um, yeah. So the, the easy answer is no. It's not manly to pretend like you're five years old again if you're if you're yeah. out if you're <laughs> out there and you're listening and you're and you're a larper um we love you yeah i mean you and know, by the way invite us we'd love to experience we, it uh i mean yeah, we'll do a live it. podcast for we would do a live podcast yeah. man the funny thing is is i would say that that's um not mainly and yet the guys who dress up in full kit and go play airsoft. I would totally be down for, and uh, it's basically the same thing. But yeah, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> I think, but that's real. That's more real. Well, no, no, no. no. It's, it's not quite the same thing because it's not, it's not quite airsoft. At least, at least it, from it my knowledge, hurt. It, it can hurt. N- n- not it just mimics that. something that's real. Well, so does the other two. No, it doesn't. No, yeah, man. Because yeah, we all know, oh, I you cast, can, I cast spells yeah, all the cast time. Cast a spell. I, I, I. If there is things, people, I've. I, no. I, man, anytime I need a cold drink, that's, that's not where I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I'll put it <laughs> y'all, to you this Y'all are taking X, me wrong. X, this is not X, where I'm going. Ex Navy SEALs will go play airsoft. They don't go LARP. No, the difference I was going to make they is should. role playing. You're not role playing in airsoft. You're not, you're not going in oh. going, I'm a sergeant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I uh, you know maybe they yeah, are. They it's might like, and paint, that's weird. There might be guys because uh, it's basically like paintball. I mean, that's it's, what I'm saying. You're, you're like, hey, you're you're you're, you're master chief, man. We're behind you. <laughs> like, but if you're doing that, then that's yeah. a little weird. But you're not going in and like. Well, what if you're saying there's a no characters okay. like yeah, I'm a I'm a Vietnam vet. Like you're not you're not doing that. That's, I'm level fifty, guys. <laughs> My bullets travel faster than yours. <laughs> Check out this grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you throw nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but in your imagination, yeah. that explosion's big. Yeah, um, because you're a level fifty Vietnam vet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fog uh, man two point Man, oh man, man, where's the larpers that combine airsoft with that's, that's the spells? Uh, yeah, <gasps> that's a great idea. I'm, I I'm think just I saying, just started something. Yep, yep. I'm I'm gonna go join an airsoft group and. You're like, hey, people. hey, man, we're bringing spells in. Sneak up behind people and just be like, so, Pakistan. <laughs> so, <laughs> airsoft, shoot manly, yes. LARPing, manly, no. Yeah. All right. Is it manly to use your wife, if you're married, 
Use your, your wife? You, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a definite well, no. I, go back to the first episode. Is this episode. a question? Yeah, <laughs> no. There was a parenthesis. Or a if parenthesis, you're married, okay. use your wife's uh, hair products. Oh, okay. Um, you freaking weirdo. You're, you're the one that gave the extraordinary long pause. Yeah. <laughs> is it okay to use your wife? What'd you expect? <laughs> Fair point. You can't give us enough time to comment. Yeah. yeah. Hair, um, <laughs> hair products. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not inherently. I, it, yeah, okay. There's different levels here. There's, there's a level system. And this is why. Um, because anybody who probably has a woman in the house, you know, sees the hair products, right? So um, whether you're married or have a sister, you, you're going to probably see these hair products. So there's, there's one thing that's like the hairspray that just everybody can use. There's nothing wrong with that. If you need hairspray, you're using hairspray, fine. Um, there is something different about you know the stuff that's you know i don't know okay <laughs> hair products are we talking about like hair straighteners too because i can promise you uh, hair straighteners are no I, I didn't take it like that no okay i'm, I'm thinking um, you, hold up hold, know, up hold up your conditioner your y'all don't use straighteners <laughs> i mean next you're gonna tell me you don't blow dry your hair I'm only kidding. upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding, by the way. The oh, curling yeah. iron I have works really well. Yeah. Um, I was wondering how you get your hair. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Now it's uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm taking it conditioner. Here's my here's my thing with it. Because there's some. What about a three there, in one? There's some. Well, there's that, <laughs> but there's some that aren't scented, or if they are scented, they're not that girly. But if you if you come out of the shower smelling like a chick, that's where the problem is. And I have a story about this because when I was first job I ever had, I, um, you know, got in the shower before work and there was just no, I had nothing. The only thing that was in there was um, like the girl, like shampoo and stuff like that. So I was like, ah, whatever. So I used it. I didn't think anything of it. And I'm walking around and I'm working and I'm like, man. And I worked with like a, um, like it was probably like, 60% women, 40% guys at this job. Um, it's a donut shop. I was walk, walking around and, and like, you know, one of my coworkers would pass by me and I was like, man, she smells really good. But then another one walked past me. I was like, oh no, maybe it's her. And I'm like, man, so who in here smells so <laughs> nice? And I was like, I was like, it's just a, a very like pretty smell. And then I realized it was me. I was like, man, right now. So that's why uh, Biden likes sniffing hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So uh, um. the point being, though, is if you smell, if you smell, so if you smell good in that way, to the point where you're attracted to yourself. <laughs> there's a problem. That's okay. <laughs> no, um, yeah, there is an issue there. Um, yep. yeah. I mean, as a kid, I remember like my mom Look, doing my hair with like her hairspray, but it was yeah, not scented. Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna be honest different. with you. Whatever my wife buys and puts in the shower, I use it. it whatever, like I don't care what it is. Yeah, it's Pantene Pro. Pro plus whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, make sure hair, you know, 
shiny and vibrant and That's why your hair looks whatever, like man. But I, none of it's really scented though. Like it's not heavenly scented, but you know, did I say heavily or heavenly scented? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what just came out. Man, yeah, heavily scented. scented. Uh, <laughs> man, that's a, <laughs> that's a heavenly scent. That's a heavenly scent. That's what I was smelling um, at my job. Man. Uh, wow. All right. Last one. Yeah. He that, sent you. That sent was you. about as dumb as a woodpecker on but a flagpole. Okay. Wow. What <laughs> on earth was that? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Is it manly to wear pink? Mm. Unless the shirt says it's manly to wear pink. Oh god! <laughs> you remember those shirts? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Because there's like you know, like the reddish pink that's like the salmon. Yeah, I'm not gonna you, lie. I knew you were about to say that. Yeah. I'm, and I'm yeah. There's okay. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was gonna get bullied for saying that. Look, I, hey, hey, yeah. I don't have any shirts that are that color though. I don't either. Okay. Oh, I've got. I have had. Uh, I've got yeah. shirts that are close. Instead, I had a yeah. pair of short shorts. That were really? <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> you, the funny thing is, is, you think I'm joking right now? Yeah. Wow. Oh wait, you're not joking. They weren't actually short shorts. They were just shorts. But man, uh, man, can you unhook its mic? <laughs> I a long, long time ago. Um, yeah, that makes it better. Was in a past that, he's, he's walking around. He didn't finish the story at the donut shop. He's walking around in his pink shorts. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, salmon. Who's who? Salmon. So, I, so, he's walking around with so a salmon. Why, why was you turning yourself on? <laughs> 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 um, you're like, oh, man. Right. Smells good. Quick summary good of the story. Walking around with a salmon in his pink shorts, smelling himself. <laughs> I don't know what that, is. that sounded so um, odd. Um, man, we might have to do some editing on this one. No, <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Um, I would say in in a lot of cases, no. But I'm not going to say all. It's a tough one. I I don't th- I don't look at a guy. It really depends on how the guy pulls it off. For some reason, if you're wearing a pink shirt and you're real preppy, it's worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. But if you have, like, style and you can pull it off, like a manly type style. Or if you're absolutely you're ripped. I was going to say, if you're ripped, yeah. like you make you're a lot like of shit. I've, I've got a shirt that I'm not sure if it's pink. It's very, very bright, though. I will say that. Um, I'll wear it. It's a little frilly. It's intru- <laughs> it doesn't have any frills on it, man. <laughs> It's intrusive it's, red. Now it does called. say the word blouse on the tag. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it doesn't say the word blouse. It actually says pink on it. <laughs> oh, does it? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the, it's the you brand, know, women's man. brand. Um, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I understand. Yeah, oh, okay. So, guys, I'm in the middle on this one because I, I'll be honest with you. Is it manly? No, but I've seen guys wear them and it's fine. So, basically... Because I wear them like a, something that's really close to it, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Wisdom issue. <laughs> wisdom issue. If you can carry yourself, not like a total wuss, uh, you know, maybe you know you're a pretty big guy, you're pretty swole, and you can wear pink because nobody's yeah. gonna be like you're unmanly, and you'd be like, really, I can beat you up. And it's well, like, oh, okay, well, yeah. you know, but uh, if, if maybe you'll talk a little bit like this instead of like this, uh, yeah, you probably shouldn't wear. Also, like pink. you know, if you're really wanting to wear pink you may, might need to ask yourself why you know right it's a little difference between wearing like a pink shirt i will say this the only really wanting the to times wear. that i've had 
uh, like, like when I got those shorts, shirt, whatever, I never know how I get them. They just end up in my closet because I never picked them. Surprise. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a test. It's been a test. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. You failed. Same thing with the with the feminine hair product. Yeah. yeah. You've you've been under a test your whole life and you just never knew it. Yeah. We um also are you wearing a purple shirt right now? Nah, it's like a dark blue or something. I don't I know. think it's purple. I thought it was purple, but uh, I have my girlfriend shirt. insists. I have I have purple shirt that it's not purple. So well, I did have purple shirt. I don't think I have it anyway. But I mean, I'm wearing like you are wearing a pretty girly color right now. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, I did find it Ow. in a feminine section, but yeah, like the women's section. Yeah, it was in the women's section. It's okay. Um, are all that. the buttons on the wrong side? Let's <laughs> yeah, <it is>. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's what. It did say curvy on it. I didn't understand that. <laughs> was, it, was it a Susan, a Susan or a Kathy? Susan or Kathy. Oh, man. So, man. Uh, y'all cool if we jump into that? A little bit of self-defense talk and then wrap it up. A little bit of self-defense, like, yeah. Oh, like the guns. The guns, yeah. Yep, some some more uh, practical stuff. Yeah. I'll sit back. We'll keep this, we'll, we'll keep this brief. Uh, so, if you're looking into getting the... Self-defense, uh, I'm mainly going to be tackling handguns, stuff like that. So if you're tr- above the age of 21, w- want to get in concealed carry or or whatever, um, or even just have one at the house, I'm just going to go through some some good options for if you're just getting into handguns. They're all going to be relatively inexpensive in the world of handguns. Um, and I'm, I'm going with a caliber that's easy to find and is relatively inexpensive as well. Excuse me. Define handgun because are you talking about a guy that actually makes a pointy gun with his fingers? <laughs> no. no, oh, man, I'm All right, I'm no. just saying. This whole time I thought I had a handgun. <laughs> I've been deceived. I've been telling people I'm carrying. <laughs> I'm concealed carrying I'm conce- my hand in my pocket. Man, hey, I got this main gun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought it was when you just had long sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gloves. <Clubs. laughs> uh, but uh I'm going with the caliber that's relatively inexpensive, easy to find. Um, you know, so A if you're one of those fifty cal. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. They're all gonna be nine millimeters. So if you're one of those people that's like, oh forty five is the way to go. I'm not I'm not covering forty five. Most people don't want to pay for forty five. It's expensive. It doesn't give you that many benefits. Get off your, you know, go carry your 1911 somewhere else. We're not talking about that. Um, You're dogging on the people that carry 40. Yeah, yeah, I am. Because there's almost like a, there's almost like a pridefulness of like, oh, you carry that nine, but I carry 45, the American caliber. It's like, dude, it's, it's a hollow point. Come on, man. Like it's, it's doing the damage. Lots of people carry nine mil. It just does just fine. So, Relatively inexpensive caliber, and I'm also going with guns that are relatively inexpensive in the gun world because there's always that one guy out there who carries his like super fancy like five thousand dollar gun. Most people aren't going to drop that money, so uh, I'm just going to rattle off a few. I'm just saying my hand's worth over five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to me. I mean, insurance says if I dismember my hand, it's worth ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. Only ten? Dismemberment? I think it's ten. 
I thought it was like like 100. per. Like, I think I get a hundred. I don't know. 000. You want to? You want to see? I don't know, man. I'm just kind of. I haven't checked my policy. While he's doing this, let's go see. Hold still. (laughs) No, go ahead. All right. So uh, the most just common you're going to get, Glock 19. It's compact, so it's going to be in in between subcompacts, which is really small handguns, and then full size. That's a really good option. I have a question. Yes. Does it have a trigger? Yes. All right. I didn't know all guns came with triggers. My fingers don't come with a trigger. All right, we keep going. Because this is going to be super long if I if we don't go. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Glock nineteen. It'd be solid. Um, I think they run like around five hundred fifty bucks, something like that. Um, so we're gonna go with another Glock. Uh, Glock forty five. So you're gonna have compact size barrel, longer. Grip, so you're gonna have more ammo capacity. Another solid, but it's option. not an actual 45. Not yeah, that's confusing. It's called a Glock 45, but it is a nine millimeter. It's weird. Glock names their guns terribly. I don't. It's so stupid. But anyways, like Xboxes. No, it is like the Xboxes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, those are both solid choices. Uh, you know, Glocks are tried and true. They've been around for forever. They're not necessarily the innovators in the gun world right now. They've done the exact same thing since they came out in the 80s pretty much, but they do what they do. They do it well, uh, and they they don't malfunction. They just don't do it. So those are both good options. Um, my personal carry is a Sig P365 XL. Um, I love this thing. It is so slim. I think it's like an inch in width. Um, and, and, you know, so when you're concealed carrying this thing, it just, you know, it it doesn't put much weight on a belt. You know, you don't really feel it all that much. It's fantastic. Um, you're getting about a 12 plus one round capacity. Uh, sights are fantastic. It's a wonderful gun. Um, so if you're going with SIG, that's going to be around 550, 560 bucks. Uh, solid choice. Um, but if you go with SIG, make sure it's a 365 or the 365 XL. Don't go with their 320s. They've had issues. Stick with that. Um, Smith and Wesson MMP, a little bit more expensive. Those are kind of getting to the six and seven hundred dollar ranges, depending on which model you get. Those are fantastic. Those have been doing really well, blowing up. Um, so they blow just, up. Yeah, yeah I they, mean, they <laughs> that spontaneously combust. No, in the in the but you had me man, sold. They're they're really good. They blow up. They blow up. <laughs> You throw them. No, they, yeah. they've been doing really well, though. And then um, if you want um, truly one of the last, like, budget handguns um, that's doing really well, came out a few years ago and, uh, you know, really did well. It's a gun I actually just bought a couple days ago, shot it for the first time today, and was really, really impressed, impressed with it. So, Canic TP9. Matt, I know you have one. Yeah, I have a Kinnick. I've got one. We've got some buddies who have one. They have insanely good triggers. I mean, just fantastic factory triggers. Um, for the price, it's just, you can't beat it. It's as easy as buying a pre-peeled uh, banana. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, that's that's going to run you like four, $420, 430 bucks. So... <laughs> you're gonna get in the handguns. You're gonna get into some self defense. Go check those out. Yeah, um, those are those are all solid choices. And there's there's others. So if you want to do your research and you find something else you like, heck, if you want to carry a 45, by all means, carry the 45. But that was more 50 so, cal. 
or fifty cal. If you want to carry, if you want to carry the fifty cal, if if you want to go buy your five thousand dollar nineteen eleven, that's all awesome and stuff like that. You can absolutely go for it. But that was for people who are pretty new to the. I like I like having a lot of put down power, so I like I like my twenty two. Long rifle, Uh, and just quick note. It, it is wise to seek out a handgun and not only for your sake, cause I know a lot of, a lot of people who don't own handguns or even just, a uh, just a weapon, a weapon in general Yeah. of, there's a reason it's called the equalizer is like, think of a, think of like, you know, if you have wife and kids or something and people always use argument of like, well, you know, I don't want my kids like you can, you know, put it in a protective place. Like there's many ways to you can also take the time to train your kids or about how to exactly be around it think of think of if you're not home you know it's there's a reason it's called the equalizer your 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 wife isn't going to be able to overpower teach your wife teach your teach your wife how to use a gun um if you're not there and the kids are she's got she has to know how to use it she just has to another thing i want to i want to talk about hit on really really quick um, if you are getting the concealed carry, uh, I, I know it, when you first start carrying, it can be kind of uncomfortable. Um, you know, you have a gun on you for the first time. It, it feels like kind of sketchy. <laughs> I mean, just to put it frankly, uh, who's Frank, but <laughs> you, you, here's something I hear people. Well, I don't carry around in the chamber. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rack the slide back and, and, you know, cock the gun when I get it out in a situation. Um, I understand where they're trying to come from. You will not have time in a situation to do that. It won't happen. No. It will not happen. You, ha- If you can still carry, if you carry it all, you have to carry with a round in the chamber. It's not the movies. You don't see the guy. You don't know people are coming from you. You don't see the guy coming. You don't have time to say, hold on, let me rack, rack the slide back. It's Most gunfights happen within... Uh, like five to seven yards or maybe it's like three to seven yards. It is super close. And most of them last six seconds or less. And it's going to take you probably a second to draw your gun and get on target. And then if you add rack in the slide, it's going to add another second. So that's two seconds of your six second gunfight. That's already lost. The guy's already popping off rounds at you. Most of the time gunfights happen as well. The, the guy who you're going against is shooting at you first. Yeah. Also, if they're that close, if they're under three yards, I prefer to ditch the handgun and draw the sword. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. I was about to say, I mean, I'm okay in all these scenarios because I carry a shield and a battle axe. Yeah. <laughs> but they're foam because yeah. they're from your LARPing. <laughs> you hadn't seen the damage. Thick, thick foam. <laughs> hey, hey, these sh- this shield stops spells from wizards. You don't think it can stop you a don't think mil? it can start a I don't know about 45. Bullet? I don't know about 45. It can definitely <laughs> stop a right. mil. Yeah. I mean... I've seen this man. Stop I've got a pretty spells. I've got a pretty mean protective spell. Yeah, shield. <laughs> also, axe blows from level fifties. Like, dude, man, doesn't yeah. get much tougher than that. That might be fifty cal level. I want to laugh when we have people, listeners coming up to us, and be like, "Dude, I didn't know you were in the larping." <laughs> this would be awesome. I invite them to join. Yeah, we're definitely not in the larping. You know what we do need not to do yet. though <clears throat> is something we talked about and i'm telling you man if if we even have enough people to listen locally that's good i want to do a dodgeball tournament i want to print out some t-shirts oh yeah i want to print out some t-shirts of not man enough podcast and let's do a local thing here of a dodgeball 
I think that would be great. That'd be awesome. We could even we could do the podcast there. That would be awesome. Yep. So wouldn't even need the sound effect. Who, who knows? Maybe you'll uh maybe you'll yeah, go ahead and hit it. <gasps> oh, oh hold it? on. There oh, it is. There, there it is. Yeah. yeah. So you might be hearing that sometime in the near future. Maybe we can get this set up. That'd be fun. Also And quick point, if if they listen to this and then come to the Dodgeball Tournament, Dodgeball does not equal self defense. No, no, so it doesn't. You can't retaliate with anything other than a ball. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, don't. Please don't shoot anybody at the dodgeball tournament. Spells aren't even acceptable. But uh, <laughs> check out, <laughs> check out uh, something we've want, been wanting to do. We've talked about it in one of the last episodes. Um, we are totally open to suggestions of new new segments, uh, new ideas you want us to try, not man enough suggestions, all that, or not man uh, not manly. Uh, no, is, is it, manly? it manly? Thank you. Yes, thank is you. it is it manly suggestions for our segment? I know a lot of people I've talked to really like that. Um, so send it to our email. No, 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 no. E- easier than that. Just send it. Like, I mean, if you know us, if, just yeah. tell us. If you know who we are, but just tell us. D- DM us on our DM Instagram. Us on yeah, Instagram. DM us just on, Instagram. on Instagram. That's that's the best way. And and not only just suggestions. Right? You could send questions there of like topics or something actually, like that, that we can yeah, get on so there. all that gets so stuff. this is something that i've really been wanting to do is actually getting questions that y'all would like us to talk about yeah, and sending we, questions it, as well. here's the thing is i would love to actually i've said this before is to get live recordings on a voicemail we can play them on air and answer them yeah. i don't mind that like I, I think that'd be cool that'd be a lot of fun um and and just kind of try not that we always have the answers but I mean, maybe it's just something goofy. Maybe it's something serious. But, um, yeah. Yep. If if cool, you're cool. if you're still listening after this episode, <laughs> yeah, we need to start promoting that at the beginning. Uh, <clears throat> but, anyways, that's all I got. So, anything else? That's it. All right.